Hey, good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, and it takes a special person to wake up the day after Christmas and engage in a message. And so if you're getting it right now, you're on the podcast later. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you're here. Welcome to the Grove. Welcome to Redefine Church. This is the weekend that we kind of merge everybody together. And uh, this is one of the most important weeks of the year, in my opinion. I think that it's a little bit odd that it happens the day after Christmas, but we're going to shift our focus a little bit towards where we're going, towards where we're going. And so I think this is uh, very special. Remember, next week we're all going to be going to the URL of thegrovefc.com. That's where we will stream live from. And we will post on each platform regularly for, uh, for the, anyways, the near future until we get everybody moved to thegrovefc.com. Until then, you can go to the same platforms you're on right now to catch the message and we'll be there. All right? Like I said, this is the most important week of the year, in my opinion. That's why I'm kind of sitting down. I'm cozied up right now. Um, today, we're going to be talking about how to live a true 2022. And I well, just Christmas was just yesterday, and it was. And I hope it was amazing for you. I hope it was amazing for your family. I hope that um, what God did uh, in your house was special yesterday and that you had time to reflect on the true gift, the true meaning of Christmas. And so today's going to be a great note-taking day. No worries if you aren't prepared, if you just... Woke up in your jams. We record these for a reason, so they're on the podcast. You can catch them anytime, and um, it's good. So as we jump in today, I want to be really clear. This message comes with the assumption that you believe the Bible is the truth, that it's a tool that helps you um, learn, live, love, and lead a good life, that you believe the Bible is universal, which means it's for everyone, and it's unchanging, and that means you can trust it. And so that's what we're going off of. That's my assumption of the day. And so here we go. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to gather this morning, the day after Christmas, on the anniversary of celebrating your son coming to earth with the greatest gift you ever gave, the greatest sacrifice in human history. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus, for his life, for his death, for his resurrection, for our redemption, for the restoration of us to you, Lord, so we can cling to you, the Father. Thanks for blessing us today, Lord. I ask that you would help us this morning to engage Lord, to open our ears, our eyes, our hearts, our minds. Lord, help us to be um, just engulfed by your word and how you would have us to live. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So then a few questions as we get started. Um, I live pretty intentionally. Me and Heather live pretty intentionally. We lead our house very intentionally. We lead our marriage very intentionally. We lead our kids very intentionally. We are intentional livers. We, we believe there's purpose and um, in everything that we do. And so we're constantly pushing that to our kids to be intentional, to be deliberate. I believe that we have a deliberate God, that we serve an intentional God. And that if you're here today, you're listening, uh, it's not by accident. And so the first question is, how does your New Year's preparation go? How do you prep for your new year? And where's your focus? Where is your focus when it comes to 2022? Of all the hats that you wear, of all the hats you wear, which take priority? If the order was from one to 10, what takes first place? And so on. Which hat needs to be dusted off? And you realize, oh crud, I haven't had that on in a long time. I haven't done that. I haven't been that in a long time. Which one needs rotated? Man, I've been focusing so much on this and, and that's, that's, that's well, that's okay. I could probably change this, right? What do you mean hats, Dusty? As a husband or wife, uh, mom or a dad, as a leader, as a boss, as a teacher, as a nurse, as a doctor, as a CEO, as a son of God, as a son to, um, or a daughter to your parents, 
right? As a leader, as an encourager, as a whatever, be intentional in those, in those hats and, and understand that, that they're all rooted in the same values. And so out of all your priorities, what takes priority? That's the biggest question, right? Your family, here's, oh, so, so then what takes priority? Your family, your spouse, you, work, your boss. Does your boss get most of your time? Do you, are you engulfed and in, in, do you have a priority to please others? Where does God fit in the mix? Where are your priorities? Okay. Today we'll look at practical steps. These are practical steps, I believe, um, in being diligent and being intentional. And, and we're going to take and talk about practical steps to live a true 2022. And the truth in all of it is it's going to take consistency. Wherever consistency is, there is success, right? And so to remember, God's the same yesterday. He's the same today and he's the same uh, forever. And so then we do not get, we do not get more of him. He gets more of us. He gets more of us. And so this year, that is your first, your first goal. I need to grow. I want to grow spiritually. And we find this in Psalm 16, verses 5 through 11. Verse 5 through 11. Lord, you're all I have and you give me all I need. My future is in your hands. How wonderful you are your gifts to me, how good they are. I praise the Lord because he guides me in the night. He guides me. And in the night, my conscience warns me. I'm always aware of the Lord's presence. He is near and nothing can shake me. Nothing can shake me. And I'm so thankful and glad and, I'm, and I feel completely secure because you protect me from the power of death. I have served you faithfully and you will not abandon me to the world of the dead. You will show me the path that leads to life your presence fills me with joy and brings me pleasure forever. Man, it sounds like Christmas is what that sounds like. And so this block of scripture really sums up the past month and the series that we've been as we've been talking about the season and really the reason for the season. And so we talked about um, God's great love. We talked about the perfect gift and we talked about the reason for the season last week. If you missed any of the messages leading up to this, it would be good for you to go back and get them either on podcast or uh, via YouTube. And so my hope today is that in 2022, you're going to grow in your relationship with God. That's the biggest thing that you can do. And uh, you're going to grow by taking practical steps day by day, right? Because apart from God, you can do nothing. We know that that comes from John 15. And we know that, that apart from God, life is hard. Life's difficult. And there's one person that sticks close to the brother. And, and that's, that's Jesus, right? And so then if you set out in 2022 to do it yourself, you're going to fail, likely again. And, and if you don't fail, it, it won't be what you wanted or what you expected or what you wished for. And you'll try to justify why it happened. You'll make excuses why you didn't really get there. And I just want you to let Psalm 16 be your guide. Let Psalm 16 be your guide this week, next week. And I would love for you to read it daily uh, until the start, until the new year. Think on it. Write about it. And I want you to believe Psalm 16 in your life. It's for you. And so this week between Christmas and New Year's has always been an important week for me because this is the week that I kind of take stock. This is the week I normally settle down. We just experienced a great move and we're ready to step into a brand new season leading the Grove in Fort Collins, Colorado. And my family cannot be more excited. My wife and me, our team, and uh, just anxious for that. And so this year is a little bit different, but typically this week is the week that I settle down. I actually go away for two days and reflect on the past year and dream for the next year. And today I want to challenge you to start treating this week the same. Not the same as me, but, but realize this is an opportunity for us to take stock 
and where we've been and to look at where we're going. Now it takes patience. It takes patience and normally everybody's off this week. So it's a great week, especially if you have kids in school, you're a teacher. Normally most people are off this week or they're making plans to be off a few days this week. And so um, it's going to take time. And so if you're running on empty, it, it's, it, it makes it difficult to do this, right? Um, it takes seeking and it takes understanding God's will for your life. It's going to take those two things, patience, right, which is time, and seeking and understanding God's will for your life. And so the gap between Christmas and New Year's is the perfect opportunity to reflect and dream. And so what do I mean reflect? Reflect on the year that you just lived, 2021, which might make you sick, okay? But it is what it is. And, and that's good because... God says your future is right in front of you. And so then we're going to not look behind, but press on toward, you know, the goal toward what's in front of us. And so then you get to reflect on the year that you just lived and you get to dream about the year that you will live 2022, which gets you excited, which gets you excited. Everybody gets excited about this. Okay. So this takes, this takes some time, some time to be alone, to, to sit in peace. It takes intentional conversation with your spouse, husband or wife with um with god it takes intentional time with god it takes honesty and it takes a hope it takes a hope that is rooted in the gospel it takes certain hope that is built on the truth which is built on the bible and um if you want to know what certain hope is you need to reference last week's message now to get this started this time of the year every year you need to ask yourself three questions if you're taking notes ask yourself these three questions okay one where am i two Where have I been? And three, where am I going? When you ask those questions, they're a little bit deeper than that. Where am I? It's two part. Where am I personally? Where am I as a son of God, as a follower of Jesus? Where am I? Where am I in my um, relationships, my relationship with God, my relationship with Heather, my relationship with my kids? My relationship with um, our team, my relationship with other pastors, my relationship with our people. Where am I in my relationship? Where am I in my relationships? Right? Where are we? Where are we as a family? Where are we as a group, as the Otises? Where are we? Okay, and we look at this. Well, I don't have a family, Dusty. Well, then, where are you in business? Where are you with work? Where are you with school? Etc. Where am I personally? And where am I in everything else? In the relational and the non-relational. It's Acts 20:28. 20, it says this. Be on guard for yourselves and for all the flock that God has appointed you to. What's he saying? Take heed to yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself is what it says, right? Take heed to yourself and then to the flock. Proverbs 27, 23 says, Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to them. It's hard to know where you're going if you do not know where you are. Okay. Number two, the question was, where have I been? Where have I been? Now, you have to know this. Life, life can easily be understood backwards. Everybody, hey, hindsight's always 20-20, unless you're Cam Newton. He says it's 50-50K. Hindsight's always 20-20. Everybody's a great quarterback on Monday after the week, and we can all look and tell you what you should have, could have, would have done, right? Life can be easily understood backwards, but it must be lived going forwards, Okay. Yesterday is gone. So then eliminate your rearview mirror and eliminate past regrets. Okay. But you must reflect on it. Okay. How can I learn from that? Not what did I do wrong? Right. Lamentations 340 says, let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. What? 
Get back to the gospel. Let's get back to the truth. James 1, 22 through 24 says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after going to look at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Don't do that. Be true to who you are. Operate in truth. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew your mind. Where were you? Renew your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will for your life. Have you conformed to your surroundings this past year? Are you stuck in a mindset? Have you gotten dull? Have you slipped into a ditch? Are you renewed? And then 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, Examine yourselves, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. So then, let's reflect. We're going to take some stock. Have you been operating in faith? Have you dropped off along the way? Remember, if you have, if you have it's understood. And we all know, Romans 3.23 says, We all fall. We all fall. We all fall. Period. Nobody's perfect. Right? Proverbs 24, 16 says a righteous man will fall down seven times, but he will get back up. He will get back up. And so then where are you? Uh, where have you been? Sorry. The third question was, where am I going? Where am I going? Favorite quote all time. Motivation will get you started. Habit will keep you going. We must create healthy habits. Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3 says the Lord replied, write down the revelation, write down the vision and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. Write it down, make it plain so you can run. Where are you going? For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks to the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. Wait for it. That takes faith. That takes hope to wait for it. For it will certainly come and will not delay. I love that. Proverbs 16, 9 says, The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Where are you going? Psalms 37, 23, and 24 says, The steps of a man are established by the Lord. He delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. And then finally, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. What do you mean acknowledge him? Invite him in. He's walking with you. Take up my yoke. We're together in this. And he will make your path straight. The Bible gives us affirmations that no matter how lost we may feel right now, God can guide us in the right direction. So if you feel lost, it's okay. It's okay. Today is meant to encourage you, okay? <laughs> Not to be like, oh man, I blew it again. I never liked New Year's Eve because I always thought about that. Like I set out to do this last year and I didn't, and my expectation was greater than my results, right? And so then the Bible affirms us that no matter how, how close we are to reaching our goal from last year or how far away, how far away God's going to lead us in the right direction and you're exactly where you need to be right now. And so if you're lost, it's okay. Today is meant to encourage you. God is never, ever far away. So take comfort in that knowing in every circumstance, God is standing right there with you and he's going to work out all things for the good of those who love him. And so then, now that we've addressed why and how we got to this day, December 26, 2021, we understand where we are. We understand where we've been. Now we want to discuss where we're going, where we're going. Let's discuss how you will reassess today and move forward in 2022. And so to do that, then you have to ask yourself three questions. So then we've reflected. Now we're going to dream. We're going to ask ourselves three questions that kind of 
Get us in the process and the thought process of thinking forward 2022. What am I preparing for is number one. What am I preparing for? This will help you locate or relocate your hope. Where is your hope? What is your hope in? What am I preparing for? Should be gospel centered and you're preparing to make an impact. And so you really got to focus on, am I going to be busy this year or am I going to be productive? Am I going to just go, 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 go this year or am I going to grow this year? Uh, The next question, number two, what are you expecting? What are you expecting? This is a spiritual law of sowing and reaping for the measure that you give or pour with will be poured back unto you, right? So then what are you expecting? Are you willing to give to med to, to essentially pour into what you're expecting? Because you're going to get what you give. You can't go to the bank and pull money out that you haven't put in, right? And so then there's going to be a, there's going to be a stretch involved with your expectation, but know that strength comes from that stretch if you want to talk exercise. And so the number three, how will you get there? How will you get there? And a lot of people take these questions and they pull them so far apart from scripture, but it's right here. I mean, we've just, I just laid out, I think 11 or 12 scriptures for you that that speak directly to this. Okay. And so then any plan will work if you work the plan, if God's involved, right? God must be in it. So invite him into the process and what Habakkuk say, write it down, make it plain, keep it in front of you, commit to it, commit to it. So here's what you need to know. You already know there's 52 weeks in your year, right? And there are 168 hours in every week, 168 hours in every week, 24 hours in each day. Let's discuss how to stay on track this year. If you're going to commit to God daily, that's the biggest thing. Our biggest goal this year is to grow spiritually, right? To stay connected with God. And so keep these questions and the scriptures, everything that we've covered thus far, keep this in front of you. Hopefully you've written something down. If not, go back and get it. Print it. I don't know what you're going to do. But you want to reference this. It's big time to reference. And so when you come into your time with God, it's important to come in rested. It's, come in, it's, it's important to come in um, refreshed, right? You want fresh perspective. And, you, and you're coming to a time with God when you sit down to read. It's not so much to gain knowledge. It's to hear from God. You want to hear from God in that time. And so then your time with God is different, Right? I'm not going to tell you anything that you have to do today, and I'm not going to tell you how to manage your time today. I will tell you that writing, writing can be a huge part of it. And today I'm recommending that you get a blank notebook. I brought all of my, I brought the last nine years of notebooks right here to show you. And, and notebooks, journals, whatever you like to call them. I just want to say this. If the word journaling or diary turns you off, it sounds like, it sounds like diary. It sounds a little wimpy. I just want you to, I just want to say, hang with me just for a second, please. Because me too. Me too. Let me just say me too right there. (laughs) I thought some of the same thoughts and it was because I was doing it wrong. I was doing it wrong. And my definition was much like yours. "Eh, It seems a little soft. Look at me. I'm not that guy. And I just needed a shift in my perspective. And so then journaling, if you think about journaling, think about like this. This is personal development. This is a time for you to get better. And, and with the understanding that when I get better, we get better. When I get better, my marriage gets better. When I get better, better, my family gets better. When I get better. So we must take time to develop personally and writing is some of the best ways to do that. Now, here's the thing. I love to write. I love, I I wrote for the paper, uh, for the paper in college. I was, uh, journalism was my second, was my backup major. Writing is real easy to me. I love writing, but I strongly dislike writing about myself. And so then, 
Before you start writing, you must identify the purpose of the writing and set the expectation for it. Okay? This is not a place to come and write your thoughts and your feelings. That's not against the rules. It's not that you can't do that. But when we're talking about having a great year, living a true 2022, I want you to come in with intention and purpose into your writing time, not to come in and just kind of, you know, you know, vomit a bunch of words on your paper. And so I want to help you with that today. A journal is more than thoughts and feelings on paper. Okay. It's more than that. And so then a journal should include two things always. We've talked about them already. We're going to go just a little bit deeper now. We started with them. Two of the three questions, um, the two sets of three questions that we started with, that's what is included in every journal. One, a place to reflect. And so this is my current journal. It's a Levenger. It's a five-year journal. So I've been in this four years. I'm finishing up my fourth year right now. So I've got one spot left in it. Uh, it's a pretty awesome journal. I won't get another one because I need more space. Okay. And so um, a place to reflect. You need a place to reflect. How do we reflect? It's, it's part of the question, right? And then the other thing is to dream. So we're going we're gonna, to um, write about two things. We're going to reflect and we're going to dream. And dream might be a real kind of, it's a word that might be out there for a little of you. But uh, let's just say we're going to plan, okay? A place to reflect and a place to plan, okay? What do you mean reflect? Where am I? Where have I been? Where am I going? What's the trajectory? That's reflection, right? And then a place to dream. What am I prepping for? What am I preparing for? What am I expecting? How will I get there? Okay. Now, how do you reflect and dream on paper? Because I can do it in my mind and I can do it in conversation, but on paper, that seems kind of weird. The easiest way to do this is this. To reflect, I want you to write about yesterday. Okay. That's it. Write about yesterday. We're going to go a little bit farther here in just a second. To dream or to plan, to plan, dream is the word, write about today. Write about today. Live in today. And so then when you write about yesterday, you have to be careful because it's real easy to get negative and live in the what ifs, right? And the, you know, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas is what I grew up being told, right? And so then if you live in that shoulda, coulda, woulda, what if, uh, that has never, ever moved anyone forward. Remember Philippians 3.13 says this, forget the past and look to what's ahead. Now, it doesn't say don't learn from your past. It says don't live in it. Okay. So let's break the rearview mirror off the truck and throw it out the window and let's go. So then you must form questions to answer about yesterday that help you move forward. And you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with you. Now, this time that you sit down and you open your, your journal. By the way, let me just share something with you. This is my first journal. Okay. It's almost nine years old. This is as far as I got right here. So this is the front. So I've got, I got through like seriously six pages and then I didn't journal the rest of the year. I just set it aside and there's, there's nothing in there. That's my first journal. Okay. So don't think you're going to sit down and write every day always because it takes time to get into it. Okay. And so then I don't, I didn't want to forget that part of that. Okay. Now the questions that you're answering, you're going to be honest this time that you're going to sit down and do this is going to take you less than five minutes a day if you're intentional and if you approach it with purpose. And so then it's between you and God period, unless you want to share with your spouse, that's up to you. But this is time that's between you and God. And also many times uh, when you, when you put something on paper, it, it helps you to present it to God. You can present to God much better, right? Because you've written it down. Habakkuk 2, 
Write it down. Make it plain. Let's give it to God. Let's, let's invite God in. Let's include God in it. And then let's give it to him. And let's see how God works on our behalf, right? And so then today I'm going to let you steal my questions, the questions that I ask myself to reflect and to dream or plan if you're a type A person, right? And so um, less than five minutes a day. This, that's serious, okay? Yesterday, when I write about yesterday, it's a reflection. It's the one thing where I can go, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, okay? So then it also answers the question, where am I? Where am I? Okay? And so then, here's the first question. What energized me? Number two, what was my high point? What was the highest, what was the, what was the peak of my day yesterday? Number three, where did I get it right? Where did I get it right? And where am I winning? Where am I winning? Where am I winning? Now, remember those priorities we talked about in the beginning, husband, dad, you know, Christian, leader, boss, pastor, all those hats. You can go as deep or as shallow as you want to on these questions and you don't have to use these. You need to form questions that are built for you. So you have to be honest with yourself and answer the questions that you feel are going to help you track forward. You can still mind if you want. And so then what energized me as a husband? What energized me as a dad? What energized me as a pastor? Do you see what I can do with all that? That's why I need a bigger journal. Okay. What was my high point as a husband? What was my, where did I get it right as a dad? There's not going to be answers every day. There's going to be different hats you're wearing and different priorities and different things. And you're going to have different goals, but attention, but essentially be intentional with these questions. Now, there's one other question that you can add on here and it's, it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous question. Okay. And it's this, what would I have done different? This is an opportunity to learn not to complain or to bring shame or guilt on yourself for not doing it the way that you can now see it because it's real easy to live life backwards. Okay. What would I do differently? An opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to teach yourself. I deleted that question for about six years because it tended to take my whole journal experience to the trash can. And so I had to learn, wait a second, this is an opportunity. Philippians 3.13 tells me to learn from this, not to live in it. And so that's what the past is for, to learn from. I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. And so then, um, it's not meant to, uh, if you want to add that question, great. If you can handle it, good. Now, if you don't get intentional, you're going to answer these questions for work every time. You're going to answer it for what you do, from your due identity, especially if you identify who you are with what you do. Well, hey, hey, my name's, you know, so-and-so, and I do this. Great, Okay. You're called a son of God or a daughter. You're chosen. You're connected. You're, um, <laughs> you're accepted. You're a lot of things, right? And so then if you identify with your due identity, if that's how you kind of roll through life, then it's real easy to answer, where am I winning? Okay. What energized me? Had this meeting. We're doing this. What was my high point? Got that done. Got that done. And now, uh, now I'm done with that. Where did I get it right? I was a boss. Okay. Where am I winning? Moving the organization forward right? It's real easy to answer the questions like that, but you're a who before you're a do. So then what energized me as a husband? Who? As a father? Who? As a pastor? Who? As a leader? Who? As a friend? Who? I'm going to talk about the do's next. Okay. So then now let's talk about today. Today, we're going to, two things we're going to write about yesterday and today. 
what's yesterday, reflection. Today is dreaming or planning, okay? And this is essentially, where am I going? Where am I going? There's four things I write about every day. Again, I'm letting you steal mine today if you want them, okay? What did I read today? I need to write that down. I read uh, Luke 12 today, and I read Proverbs uh, 26 today, and I read my U version, and I read my Bible study with Heather, and you know, what did you, what did you, I don't write those down all the time, that's what I did today, but what'd you, what'd you read? Now, you might just go, man, the, the, stu- the study with Heather was really good, and so I'm just going to write about that, okay? But what did you read today? Second thing, reflect on what you read. I read this, this jumped off the page at me, I highlighted it, I underlined it, I read it seven times, you know, <laughs> whatever it is for you, but reflect on what you read. Reflect on what you read. What did God say to you? That gives you something to chew on all day long. Gets the word in your heart. Okay? Now, third thing, recognize where you can win. Where can I win today? Recognize it. This is where I check my calendar and I check in on my dues. Okay? I've got this to do today. I've got this today. We got to do this. We got to do this. You know, uh, the soccer practice, football, like all that. Right? Recognize where you can win today. Again, same thing. Where can I win as a husband, as a dad? Pastor, leader, boss, friend, etc. And because who you are fuels what you do. When what you do fuels who you are, you feel exhausted. When who you are fuels what you do, it's fulfilling. Man, some truth today. And then the last thing is this: write, write. Any extra thoughts? For me, this write is just two lines for me in my journal currently. And when I write, um, this is just to say, hey. Um, here's a list of things that are happening. Here's a conversation that I had. Here's um, essentially that's a place for me to get my thoughts and my feelings out and to give them to God. Okay, God, here's what I'm dealing with. And then when I get done, I'm going to pray over this thing and I'm, gonna, and, and, I, and I'm done for the day. And I know. Okay. Now, this is only part of it. Okay. <laughs> Let's put your 2022 together now. Okay. How do you put your days and your weeks together to have a true 2022, right? So then once per week, likely on your Sabbath, when you take that day off, you're going to review your journal, okay? So I'm going to go back through, set these over here. I'm going to go back through this journal, open it up, and I'm going to go back through this past week. And I'm going to take these four pages right now, right? Five pages. And... I'm going to go back and I'm going to highlight and that's, I'm going to highlight and I'm going to, um, I'm going to take notes and I like to recap the week. And so then the highlights and, um, the notes, I'll date that paper. Okay. So then I'll have 52 journal entries at the end of the year. I'll have all 365 days. But because I recap every week, I put, that, I put that week into a summary because I have, uh, I'm intentional and I want to see it at the end of the year. Okay? And so then, what do, you mean, what do you mean highlight, note, recap? What stood out? What did you write more than once? Um, what happened? What did your kids do? What were you proud of? What were the high points? Like, what were the good things? Okay, did, did your kids do something that, that backed up what you value at home, what you're teaching? Celebrate it. Celebrate it, right? Those are action steps for later on. Now, once per month, okay, this is, you know, two to four hours once a month, you're going to review your journal. 
You're going to review the whole month. You're going to review four pages, right? And so if you recap, then I've got four pages to kind of recap that month. And what am I going to do on that is the same thing. I'm going to take some notes. I'm going to highlight and I'm going to recap the month into a page. Okay. So then I have, I'll have 12 pages of months. I'll have four pages for, uh, to represent, I have 12 pages to represent each month. I'll have four pages to represent each week in that month. And then I have my journal too. Okay. Now again, the once per month takes an hour, hour and a half to do, but I go sit at a coffee shop and I put my pods in. I just, I just go and it's, it's amazing. Okay. Now that's the second part. The third thing is one time per year. Okay. This is what we're doing today. The one time per year, we're going to have a personal day. I'm going to have a personal day, a personal retreat. I know guys who do this for three days, they do it alone with no technology. Okay. It's an intentional Sabbath. And what you're going to do is you're going to take those 52 pages from your, your weekly recaps or your 12 pages from your monthly recap. And you're going to review your journal for the year. Okay. And you're going to see where you won and you're going to see where you lost. Okay. There's going to be some stuff that you had to, that you recognize that you were supposed to do or, or God was putting on you to get done. You didn't. Okay. So you're going to see some wins and some losses, but you're going to see a lot of highs. You're going to see a lot of things happen in your family. And what I want you to do is record and highlight those wins. Record and highlight the wins. Then the other time, you're going to take a nap. You're going to worship. You're going to pray. You're going to read. Okay. You're going to unplug. You're just going to be. You're going to stay connected to who you are spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Then you're going to read. Okay. You're going to write. You're going to dream a little bit. Okay. So we've reflected in this one day. We're going to dream in this one day. And we're going to put our new year on paper. We're going to put our new year on paper. Now, you go to this, you go away for a day, or, and again, it starts. It, take me, it took me years to get to this, okay? So don't think it's just automatic. But you start with a conversation with your husband, wife, you know, hey, where are we? What are you sensing? What are you feeling? This is prayer. This is intentionality, right? And then, um, and then I move forward from there. So then I come back, and I, and I have it on paper, and we present it to our kids. And here's the coolest thing. I come back and then on New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, I sit down and I get to go through my journal with our kids and say, hey guys, here's what happened this year. On February 12th, guys, you did this. Oscar, on March 13th, we did this. Guys, remember when we went over here and you recap the whole year and you celebrate, you celebrate a year well lived. You celebrate a year well lived. Here's what's going to happen when you do that. When you recap your journal, when you t actually take time to, to live out Habakkuk 2.2, you're going to see dates and times that God moved in your life, and they're there forever. So then when you feel like you're alone, even though you're not, you can go back. Because your memory is your motivation, right? So I can go back and say, man, I do remember that. And what's cool about the Levenger is it will do it for you. So then you got, on this day three years ago, I was doing this, if that makes sense. And so um, you're going to see times that God moved in your life. The second thing you see, you're going to see dates and times that God moved in your marriage. It's huge. It's huge. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for that. You're going to see dates and times that God moved in your family. And, and it's amazing. And so when you do this, you're going to be able to sit down, you know, on December 31st, 2021, and not just tell your spouse or your family. And listen, you have time to do this right now. I'm going to be honest with you. You might not have journaled at all this year. But if you would just be intentional to take 
a moment, 20, 30 minutes to reflect on your year. Write down the wins you had as a person. Write down the wins you had in your marriage, in your relationships. Write down the things where you saw God move on your behalf. Write down the wins you had with each of your kids. On, on December 31st, sit down to breakfast and celebrate that day. And then when the ball drops, we're ringing the new year, we know. We're on track. We're living on mission. There's purpose to us. We're going to be even better this year because of the foundation that we set, because of what we built on, we're building on last year. And so then nothing like celebrating a good year. So then your action step for today is this, and we're done. Okay. Your action step, get a journal, get a, get a blank pad of paper. I have some, if you need a journal, let me know. I'll send you one. Okay. Two, be intentional, be intentional. You're going to have to be consistent. Number three, be consistent. Four, live for today. Live for today. It's overwhelming to think about everything that you have in front of you, right? God gives us, God said he gives us enough for today. You have enough for today. Live for today. Also, tomorrow will take care of itself. Don't stress about it. It's probably not even going to be anything close to what you think it is. So let it take care of itself. And number five, see God move on your behalf. See God move on your behalf as you begin to live a true 2022. I hope you have the next, take the next week to reflect and think on all the things that God did, how you saw God move and the wins you had for your life in 2021. I hope you celebrate them on January 31st. I'm sorry, December 31st. And uh, I will see you at the Grove Sunday, January 2nd. Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity to take time to take a moment to reflect on your goodness to dream a little about our future, to see the plan that you have for us, Lord, to see the purpose that you have in our lives. Thank you so much for the season we're going to step into in January of 2022, Lord. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for insight. Thank you for direction, Lord. Thank you for leading our lives, Lord, as we partner with you, as we put our hope in you and your son, Jesus. Thank you for all that you are to us, to each person who can hear me now. Father, God, I ask you to help them to take this, to take one little thing, Lord, and to implement it in their lives so they can move forward in their faith and in their relationship with you. I love you, and I thank you for an awesome day, for a great Christmas season, for a nice week of relaxation as we move into January. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.